Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Arvin, Chief Deliver Delivery Officer of Seller Candy. Hi, Arvin, how are you? Hey, uh, hi, Jacob. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. So uh, sure. how about you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, happy to have you here. And I would love to start simply by mm -hmm. uh, introducing your yourself to, to the audience. I mean, if you could tell us a little bit um, about your journey before Seller Candy, just uh, how did you start with Amazon? What's your like connection there? Were you a seller or yeah, basically uh, what's your story? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, this is a story that I'm always telling everyone whenever they're asking me about uh, my journey with Amazon or e-commerce. Well, actually, I uh, first met our CEO, John Cavendish, CEO of Seller Candy, in 2015. I was working as a financial planning analyst team leader in a corporate uh, industry. Then I met him. I was actually just looking for a part-time job, and he gave me this bookkeeping um, job to update his book. He hired me. And then a year after, he asked me if I want to run the uh, entire operations in uh, for his Amazon business in the UK and Europe. And uh, yeah, it was going going really well. Uh, we we're I'm managing everything from uh, you know bookkeeping to client communication, VATs, um, sales, PPC, and strategy. Then a year after, <clears throat> we launched products as well in the US, which uh, which became viral. Just was exciting. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a year after, that's where um, John decided, okay, Arvin, why don't we launch we'll launch rather a full management agency. This is, um, I think, was 2018, and we started hiring people from the Philippines and in Vietnam mm -hmm. and also from the UK and in the US. But actually, this agency uh, was the source of the idea of Seller Candy right now. So that was not we Seller were... Candy yet? Uh, seller seller yeah. Candy yet, or was it? It was, it's not it's not Seller Candy yet. So, uh, But yeah, the, the idea of Seller Candy came from this uh, agency. That, uh, but we're, we were doing well on that one. But uh, John, like, think that we can serve better. There will be other opportunity where we can help sellers more. And mm -hmm. John, think of yeah, seller candy more of an outcome-driven um, service that tell tell us what's going on, tell us what's the problem, and we we will fix it for you. So John was like formulating or start uh, having the idea about seller candy in 2020. I was. Back then, I was managing his own businesses, uh, the agency and the uh, operations of his own Amazon account while he is trying to launch um, Seller Candy early 2020. I joined um, Seller Candy September uh, 2020 where Jan asked me, hey, Arvin, why don't you run the operations because we have clients right now. So I'm seeing a lot of issues. And yeah, everything started from there. It became my life. Uh, I, I cannot remember how many clients or settlers I met. I think if I'll count it right now, it's almost 500. So in different oh, wow. marketplaces, in different product categories. So I kind of experienced all issues from listing just being suppressed, stranded, account being deactivated. And yeah, just like, anything. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the experience was great. That's great. I mean, it also seems like you know John pretty well from 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 very long oh, time. Eight right years, now. yes, oh, yeah, wow. eight years. Yeah. And, and how long you are working with Seller Candy? You said from two thousand twenty, right? Seller Candy twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, 2020. three years. I mean, I don't know if my math is working right now, but yeah, uh, since September twenty twenty till now. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. We'll we'll jump to Seller Candy also in a moment, but before I can mm -hmm. also tell that, I mean, 
uh, I, I know you like, this is a funny story, but uh, actually, I don't know if Richard still works with you, but like, I think he mm -hmm. reached out to us about one year ago. He invited mm -hmm. me to your podcast and uh, that was one of the most lucrative podcasts I ever did. Uh, that was actually about <laughs> introduction to SPAPI, like some kind of overview. I, I showed some of the scripts, some coding there and um, I published it on our website, on our YouTube channel. It got like, I don't know, six or 7,000 views and it brought us so many leads. So wow. uh, I can only tell that, uh, that that was really amazing. That's how actually I uh, we, we've met initially. And then also, I mean, we, we've seen each other on the Prosper show. You guys probably also on the next Prosper show, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll be there um, yeah. and next uh, year. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll have also our own booth there. So I can only Ooh. tell that this is so funny <laughs> because this is how actually our pivot towards Amazon um, happened. Before we were just the software agency, we are serving all of the other industries. And that was mm -hmm. kind of in the middle of the pivot when we say, hey, let's just focus on building tools for businesses around Amazon. And then uh, we've done this podcast. I've did also like some other videos and uh, we are here now. So um, oh, yeah. it's just, it just awesome how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I remember we had a call last time. We were talking about uh, SPAPI and developer. We, we should schedule another call for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's a hot topic. So it's, it's a hot topic because the API itself, it just, uh, I don't want to say like it sucks, but it's, it's, it's tough. To, hey, to, to, to do something there. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was doing this um, AWS, like studying it. I actually kind of learned it and discovered it, but to find out that it's not the answer to my problem. So, there should be more. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I started to really learn more about developer, uh, developing and then uh, codings and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you have the AWS also. Th this is also something very conf conf which confuses a lot of people, I can tell you, especially um, the guys from the industry. I mean, I know a lot of uh, other founders who are running like dev shops, software agencies, software, uh, software houses. It's like you have different kind of names for those kind of businesses. And when I told them that, now we are building tools for Amazon sellers, vendors, agencies. They are like, oh, so you're like AWS provider. Like you, you do a lot of stuff with the AWS. I'm like, no, 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 no. AWS, it's Amazon Web Services. This is totally different thing than Amazon Marketplace. Those are like separate companies. It's just Amazon in the end, right? So they are yeah. kind of connected because you, for development, you use Amazon Web Services. This is like cloud services like servers, um, functions, uh, databases. Um, but the actual API that we are using, it's selling partner API and advertisement API from Amazon. So also from everyone who is listening, those are like two separate things. And it's extremely confusing because when you also learn one thing, you usually jump to documentation to other thing and it's just confusing. But then when you talk to employees for like Amazon employees, they're saying, no, no, this is like completely different thing. So. <laughs> Just yeah. to clarify that. Uh, but thanks, thanks. Actually, I learned that the hard way because I mean, just for all the <laughs> listeners out there, yeah, take that because I spent a lot of time do, dealing with AWS just to find out that it's actually a totally separate marketplace. And my client oh, yeah. preferred to, it to be on the Amazon marketplace. So, yeah, oh, yeah. thanks for highlighting that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, let, let's talk about Silicandy now. So, mm. If you could, uh, Arvin, tell a little bit more about your services and actually what you are offering to Amazon sellers. Yeah, well, we can. I can say that our team is sitting in between, you know, virtual assistant and an agency. We don't call ourselves as VAs or an agency, but we're more like an Amazon 
experts when it comes to troubleshooting Amazon issues. We do almost everything, as I said earlier, from suppressed listings to the activated listings to um, uh, the activated accounts. The only thing that we don't do right now is uh, anything related to listing optimization or and mm-hmm. PPC optimization because you know we we work uh, with a lot of sellers. May they be uh, retail arbitrage, uh, brand owners. Uh, we also work as a back support for agencies and aggregators. And then we also support um, sellers or 1P sellers uh, doing uh, vendor central. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so all issues from FBA to catalog to account hold issues, um, merchants, all that, name it, um, just that PPC and optimization awesome. <laughs> yeah and, and, and how many how many accounts do you actually are supporting at the moment if you could tell like it doesn't have to be precise oh. number i don't have the uh, accurate number right now as i said i handle almost about 500 accounts right now and i think that's impressive uh, with all of the account <laughs> that we're managing uh at the moment it's 300 to 400 so yeah do you actually really use some software <laughs> that alerts you, like gives you some alerts that, you know, you, you kind of know, all right, this right now we just need to check if this account has some issues or how, how do you handle those? I mean, if it's such a number, it, it might be, you might get a, quite a headache from that, right? Yeah, well, for some of our clients that uh, we do proactive support, we do have this software that we integrate to their seller central account to give us a real-time notification of any issues, like maybe um, something changed, maybe just the dimension of the product change in the Amazon system, or uh, the title, or whatever, even the images. So um, yeah, but we're, we're giving it to our clients, um, that, that notification for them to also be notified and for us to take action. But not, awesome. not all of the clients, yeah. yeah. Is it like your custom software or is it some tool that is already out there? It's, it's, it's a tool that uh, already out there that we partner with, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because we we've built some solution like this also for one of the um, agencies that is also like helping uh, with all of the issues for Amazon sellers. And I was just wondering, but we, we've built like an integration to um, Jira system that aggregates all of the um, information notifications from all of the seller accounts. So um, virtual assistants can also like see it in one board and then react fast. So I can. I, 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 so from from what I understood, it's something similar, or is it? Or how does it it's work? It's kind of uh, something similar from uh, any notifications, even reviews, uh, feedback, mm-hmm. and yeah. all that. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, and now I, I wanted to actually ask you what differentiates your um, services uh, from overall, like the market of virtual assistant services. Because I've met some other similar uh, providers like you, and uh, yeah, I just I, I really wonder. Yeah. Well, if like let's talk about first from hiring uh, like a VA because you know when you're looking for someone to support and manage your day-to-day operations and you like interview them, everyone can claim that they are an expert. Uh, like you know, I can do oh, yeah. this, I can do that. But then you really especially realize... on LinkedIn, you have, you have all the experts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Then you all realize that they're lacking some skills on the time that you hired them. So how we can really differentiate ourselves is that when you hire seller candy, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, the things that you'd like or that you are asking us to do or the issues, how we're going to resolve it. Uh, you don't have to worry about um, the training, the hiring process, which we know is difficult, plus managing the people. Our team, uh, our team of experts, we know how to um, resolve um, all of these issues 
we know how to escalate um, these issues from FBA to catalog, merchants, and all that kind of issues. Our team is a composition of uh, like a mix of um, former seller support agent who work directly inside Seller Central or Seller Support, and oh, also nice. um, VAs who work with um, Amazon agencies and directly uh, with Amazon sellers. And together we combined the knowledge of um, this, you know, who came from uh, inside seller support to know the, the flows, how uh, the things are um, being managed there, how it is going to be escalated and the way the VAs are, uh, you know, troubleshooting these issues as well. We also have uh, people who work with, uh, you know, former agencies. And when mm-hmm. it comes to other service provider, uh, yeah, as I've mentioned as well, that we don't do, um, you know, management of their um, PPC uh, and then, yeah, listing optimization. So, yeah. Got it. And how, how big is your team? Uh, right now, we have 70 uh, team so, um, members right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, really a lot. Like, it's a big company already. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> especially, 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 especially that you are so young, right? I mean, it's what, a couple of years, it's four years or since mm-hmm. it starts. So it's crazy growth in such a short period of time. Oh, yes. I think it's just perfect timing because, you know, uh, when we started Teller Candy, that's the time that when they kind of um, started launching the uh, workflow. So responses from seller support become automated. So a lot of sellers are getting frustrated. So they're looking for someone who can fix their issues. And at the same time, that's the time that, you know, the pandemic. So selling online became like a hit. So especially Amazon. So. That's why we grew massively, like in the span of like a year. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of clients already, so it's going really well. That's great. And now, what, if you could tell, what's the, like, what are, it's probably not one, but a couple of them, but what are the most common um, seller central issues that um, sellers face and you are helping them? Yeah, so, I mean, it depends on the type of sellers. You know, there are sellers are retail arbitrage dealing mostly with um, suspected IP violations or IP violations. Yeah. Um, and then there's also for brand owners, uh, most of the common issues for them, which is Amazon is not um, updating the listings even though they have the brand registry. So as to try to publish it, to post it using platform and then for also for vendors. But, um yeah, if, if I will just summarize everything, it, it boils down into fixing on, like, say, stranded inventory um, and then, yeah, variations mm-hmm. or listing updates. So those are the things, brand registry-related issues. But there's a lot. I can't really tell which one, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, rank most. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, those are the so things. You, you said you also work with vendors, right? Yes, yes. Awesome. We actually are launching very slowly, but we are launching one reporting tool for vendors, um, like Power BI reporting tool soon. So um, it's, it's just perfect because once we get some more vendors, y- y- you could be r- like a right partner also for like oh, collaboration yeah. to, to, to face like to help um, with all of the issues. So and probably the other way around. So if the tool, oh, yeah, tool is sure. <laughs> interested enough, then <laughs> you could show it to, to some of the potential vendors. So um, that's great. Um, now for working with the clients, um, I've read on your website that you actually are doing like a regular catch-up calls with our with, with your clients. If you could tell mm-hmm. a little bit more about this and overall, how how do you, uh, like how how the collaboration with you works uh, when, when a seller or vendor um, decide to work with you? 
Well, um, so the, we're offering the catch-up calls mostly for our agency and aggregator partners because not mm -hmm. uh, all issues that we receive are like can be resolved instantly. So mm -hmm. we are having these catch-up calls because you know communication is vital. So it's more of like setting the expectation, um, telling our partners where we are at, uh, what's the challenges, or and then because at times before we perform a certain task, we need to ask approval, especially if it will have a a general impact on the sales so we have to talk about that one and then hey, can we do this um so yeah those are the um so strategies as well and how are we going to uh, approach the issues because working with seller support in my personal experience is though they have an existing help pages it's always thinking outside the box like how are mm -hmm. you going to resolve this not following the help pages finding loopholes in their processes and challenge it so yeah, Got that's it. why we're doing calls like that. And then also looking for opportunity, how we can improve the service and or partner more or how we can help their business more. Yeah, I like it. I mean, that's that's also what we do with our clients. It's, it's always worth to look for the feedback because um, usually people do not tend to like just give you feedback right away if you don't really ask for that. So I think it's, it's very healthy for the business to, to, to do it regularly. Just asking mm -hmm. how is the collaboration? What are your expectations? Yeah. Do we fulfill all of the requirements? Um, it definitely helps to grow both businesses. So indeed. Do you have like a, some case study actually that, that you usually share, um, that you, you, it's worth mentioning uh, on our podcast, like how the kind of collaboration helps some clients save some money or, or grow? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, working with sellers, agencies and aggregators, like, for example, just talking about the stranded inventory, once a listing is stranded, obviously, you're not making a sale. So in able, uh, in able to help them grow, we have to fix those issues right away. So and then for them to start selling. Then for brand owners, uh, you know, they're doing a lot of strategy for optimizing their listings, adding more keywords to make sure that it will be indexed or to add more traffic to their listings. However, because of the retail contribution, retail contribution issue of Amazon, they are not allowing to, um, to publish all of these updates. Therefore, their plans and their strategies kind of being held up for, uh, for mm -hmm. a while. So we really need to fix uh, those issues. So those are the things mostly why, uh, how we are helping sellers to grow their businesses uh, in Amazon. Great. Um, and also one of the questions that I have here listed, and then I will jump to one bonus one, but we'll see if, if you're <laughs> feeling comfortable also talking about that. So first of all, I wanted to actually ask you for some advice for Amazon sellers who are currently str struggling with the managing the operations this, this question is is definitely going more towards hey when is the right time to start outsourcing some of the tasks to um like virtual assistants like company like like yours um mm -hmm. because i mean obviously when you're running on your, your amazon business at, at some point you cannot do everything on your own right specifically when you reach a, a certain threshold of sales and profits it's, it's worth to just reinvesting everything in, into your into the business to grow so mm -hmm. going back to the question again what are the advice that would you give those sellers oh uh, yeah uh, actually yeah it's challenging um right now selling on amazon because one thing amazon i mean i'm not really challenging don't take <laughs> but what, what i'm trying to say is that amazon is always changing you know, yeah. maybe the policy that they have right now may no longer apply next month or next year. So 
having or uh, hiring someone um, to help you that run the day-to-day operations, if let's say your finances can uh, support you to have someone like an expert to really run your operations, then start hiring now. Uh, I think that, I mean, I'm just saying it on per- my personal experience because John started hiring me uh, when his business was already um, like live, like all of the product products are live, the strategies are there. So I um, mean, he needs someone to actually take uh, all of this. But also, I mean, look, at, talking about the business owner, your goal is to actually, you know, find more time for yourself. That's why you, you left the corporate world for those who are working in the corporate world and decided to just embark into this journey of becoming a business owner. But then if if you're just the one doing all of these issues or, or all of these strategies by yourself, then you're defeating your, uh, you know, your own reason <laughs> your, why. <laughs> your, your freedom, your freedom, right? I mean, you, you kind of stop your job, like your corporate job, whatever you name it, yeah. to, to become free. And then you actually land in this cage or, uh, that you are doing everything on your own. So that's something that I, I, have, I have this conversation very often with other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's very funny because um, like how I'm naming my job is like i'm becoming useless in everything i do because like in the past for example i was a coder that's like my whole experience and then first of the first clients of the agency i used to build those products right then we hired Mm -hmm. the cto now he has a whole team of developers i'm not not touching code at all then i was doing a lot of um editing video editing for the youtube channel now I have a full-time uh, social media manager that uh, she basically posts everything. Yeah. She creates the copy. She edits all of the reels and everything. I'm useless there as well. So this is kind of your role, right? You, you kind of really need to create a system that works mm-hmm. without you. Um, and I think it's a healthy business when you are kind of useless there. Um, and that's like the goal, basically, also the whole purpose of starting the business. That's actually, um, I have that, uh, I mean, a joke that I'm always telling my, my good friend, like, you have to find a way to actually read and date yourself <laughs> in your business. So uh, yeah, having someone who would like take this over from you uh, to do this for you on a day to day, because your goal will be, after that, there will be like a lot of things that you can do to grow your business because you will not yeah. grow if you will keep doing what you're doing. Totally. And speaking of all, uh, also reducing time effort for tasks, uh, optimizing processes and everything, um, that's like my bonus question, let's say here. It, it's more like also regarding the the new AI era and, and the, the trends that everyone is talking about. Um, <laughs> so my question is simply, um, did you leverage already some AI technology and you actually did some um, guidance for your VAs to, to, to use it in some processes? Like, do you use some of the AI tools to actually um, solve the Amazon cases faster um, or something like this? Um, I mean, I would say, yeah, we're testing some of them because, you know, we have to be up to date. We have to keep into, like being on the trend. Uh, and then how we separate ourselves as well from this industry is because, you know, um, Amazon is becoming, like, before... It, I think before even the launch of all of these AIs, the workflow of Amazon is like already an AI. And Seller Candy exists because we want to um, include like a human touch on, on the processes. But we're testing. We're testing a lot of like looking um, on, on the AIs and how we can apply this one. Because one thing that we will, or last thing that we will do is to just 
provide an automated or kind responses yeah. to uh, resolutions of our tickets or issues. But yeah, it's it's exciting. Personally, I'm learning a lot about AI. And then, yeah, we're having discussions internally with our uh, COO and then our CEO, how we can um, like implement uh, AI or add AI into our processes, which is, you know, you have to be on top of it. Yeah. So, so that, I mean, That's you good. cannot replace everything with the AI. It's more like a mm -hmm. tool-like extension that, that you are using. Yeah. It's the same for us. Like our developers are using those GitHub Copilot, which just makes everything much faster. But in the end, it's it's always like you need a human touch. And if, if you just will be using AI, probably it will be like AI versus AI because I'm, I'm pretty sure Amazon has a lot of automated answers as well. I mean, we face it so many times dealing with uh, like getting access to like the restricted data on the api side so um yeah definitely like the i was, I was just curious right um, but that's yeah. very oh. very good that you're experimenting with those yeah we're, uh, actually yeah because i mean if amazon is not the way they are right now um you know because our goal is to challenge their help pages their workflows uh, that's why we exist um, but yeah, it, it's not that, to, uh, but yeah, one thing I was, what I was trying to say is that AI is already in, in one of our plans. So, awesome. Yeah. Great, Arvin. It was, it was really, really awesome to, to have you here. And for just one last question for you is more about, um, like, do you have anything to share with the audience, like where people can find you and sell a candy? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm the, uh, as uh, Jacob said, I'm the chief delivery officer uh, in Seller Candy. You'll uh, talk to me after you sign up, of course, because I'm not part of the sales team. Um, I'll be also hosting the um, uh, Amazon strategy show of um, Seller Candy together with our head of sales and marketing, Benjamin Smith. Um, and if you need to reach out to me, uh, just email me, arvin at sellercandy.com or check out our website, sellercandy.com and book a meeting with us there. So. Yeah. Awesome. I will make sure to also put the details in the, in the description of this. Like, this will be on, like, on a podcast and on Spotify and everywhere, and then also on the YouTube when I think most of the audience comes from. So, awesome, Arvin. Thanks Thank a lot. Um, was awesome to have you here, and we speak soon. Thank you.